0: Hello and welcome into episode 66 of the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour. Today we're talking NBA boycott, Brian Erlacher, Brett Favre, Aubrey Huff, and SEC football with Max Kellerman's comments. I was pretty fired up on today's show, to be honest. There's a lot of things going on in the world. I kind of felt like I was preaching, man. I felt like I was like a, a priest, to be honest with you today, with all, all the knowledge I was trying to drop on y'all. I'm just giving you guys a hard time. If you like this podcast, please share it with a bunch of people. As many as you can. Rate it, review it. Just try to build this as much as I can. And with your guys' help, we can continue to build this. You should also go follow us at the sports on tap and listen to me, my brothers podcast. That being said, podcast. And as always, before we get started, here's a quick word from one of our sponsors. All right, hello, and welcome into episode 66 of the Just Talk pod with George Orjour. If you heard the intro, you know this is live on Periscope and Twitter. Um, before I get started, I always go retweet stuff, and while that's going on, i like to tell you if you're listening to the podcast and not the live version of the show, you can always watch this at um jour on Periscope, where I will answer comments between every segment. Today's a little bit of, I wouldn't say a somber show, but like, you know, the sports world hasn't been really a absolutely fun and engaging place the last few days, to say the least. Uh, Twitter has been a lot of back and forth, it's been a lot of decisiveness, and it's been really as a person who loves sports and has on this podcast said, I think we have too much politics in sports. It's been hard to avoid the politic political side of sports right now, which makes things tough for someone like me. And I said on the, that being said podcast, I do with my brother um, Tuesday through Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific standard time on Periscope. You can find me there as well. That we kind of took a, I want to say hiatus, uh, of recording three, four times a week during coronavirus, during political upheaval, due to the fact that it's hard to talk about sports when you're in a sports company and all that. So the last couple of weeks, with the amount of sports going on and the amount of sports that we had, it was a really nice uh, adjustment from a from a year that where we had you know cancellations, uh, the unfortunate death of Kobe Bryant. All the uh, political, coronavirus, like it was just a whirlwind of a year. And then all of a sudden, this last few weeks, we have NBA basketball every night, baseball's back, football looks like it's about to begin here pretty soon. So you kind of get excited. You're like, man, sports is back. Things are going normal. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. And then yesterday or three, four days ago, you had the Jacob Blake shooting. You could kind of see that players were starting to talk about it and you knew something was going to go down. And then yesterday goes down the whole entire league boycotts and um, thought the NBA season is going to cancel. I went to bed thinking the NBA season is going to be canceled. Woke up this morning, checked the news. They're all meeting. It seemed like there was momentum, you know, going on to have an NBA season. And then the NBA season doesn't get canceled. Thank thankfully. And now we have an NBA season again and it feels really good. To, that we're going to be talking about sports again next week on Monday when we do this episode. Again, we do this every Monday and Thursday live on Periscope. And then you can, of course, mo- most of my listenership comes on the podcast later on. But, you know, in general, it's been a crazy time in a time where a lot of things have been array. And we seemed like we had some sense of normalcy. And then um, the boycott happens. And I think we're going to see a lot more of it going on here as election season comes on. And someone's throwing me a barf face. I don't know if he's barfing at me or barfing at all the stuff that's been going on uh, in the world today. But what I wanted to talk about was a lot of people have issue with the boycott. A lot of people have issue with LeBron James speaking out, athletes speaking out, and I'm starting to... Look, uh, I try to be as nuanced and as politically fair as possible. I kind of understand both sides of the equation. But one thing I don't understand is when an athlete or a musician or a celebrity decides to take a political stance and people want to tell them to shut up and dribble. It makes no sense to me. The people who are telling them to shut up and dribble usually are people who are on Twitter. People who have no political background but feel like their political views matter, but LeBron James' political views don't matter. How do LeBron James' political views don't matter? Look, whether you like it or not, people are like, oh, LeBron James makes a million dollars a year, 30, 40 million dollars a year. Why is he complaining? He's not complaining about his life. But LeBron James, unlike many people who are struggling and unlike many people who don't have a platform, who don't have a voice, has a platform, has a voice, has the ability, and has the means, and knows that when he puts out a tweet, when he puts out something, when he puts out a statement, that it's going to have an impact. I'm sorry, someone with three Twitter followers, if you tweet something, It's probably not going to go viral. It's probably not going to reach the masses. I'm not saying don't tweet it. Go ahead and tweet it. But your tweet probably won't have an impact. So when someone like LeBron James goes ahead and tweets something and everyone's like, why is LeBron not just stick to basketball? Hey, Bob, you're an accountant. Why are you tweeting about your political views? Stick to accounting. That's what I don't get. Bob, John, Ray, whatever his name is or whoever it is behind their Twitter keyboard, expects themselves to have every right to tweet, give, comment, vote, say whatever they want. But as soon as LeBron James does, who has a much bigger platform than they do, they want to shut him up. And I have the problem on both sides. When Drew Brees wanted to offer his opinion, that people wanted to shut him up on, on the left. When LeBron James has his opinion, people want to shut him up on the right. And in reality, both their opinions mattered. These players have huge platforms, and they both have the right to say what they want and spread their message how they please. I'm a firm believer in that. I've always been a firm believer of the First Amendment. And I feel like so many people who are believers of a First Amendment only believe in the First Amendment under their own terms. And it really bothers me. So when people ask you why an athlete speaks out, why a musician speaks out, why a celebrity speaks out, why someone should speak out, it's because their platform is bigger than yours. Plain and simple. So I if a big platform has the ability to speak out And when they speak out, it makes a bigger impact than what a normal person would usually tweet. So that's why I have zero issue whenever any athlete speaks out, whether it is politically on the left or politically on the right. Everyone's opinions matter, dialogue matters. The more dialogue we have, the better chance that we grow as a society and uh, things get better in this country. Anyways, so that's my spiel on that. The NBA will be returning. I am looking forward to the NBA returning. I'm looking forward to watching hoops. Hopefully, uh, positive change comes out of what's going on right now. Hopefully, positive change continues to happen in this country. I am optimistic. We live in the best country on earth. I truly believe that we have a country of opportunity as someone who came here as a young kid, as an immigrant with immigrant parents and grew up in an immigrant household and saw my parents come here with no English and make something really big out of themselves. And when I say really big, my dad and mom really built a fantastic life here. that They probably couldn't have built in a different country. This is a great country. And I hope that we all realize that because the people on Twitter People on social media, you're ruining it. The way you're speaking to each other, the way you're not listening to each other, the way you're acting towards each other is hurting this beautiful country. So change now before this country changes. So two more quick topics here. Today's going to be a pretty short podcast. There's no sports. I got nothing to break down, and that's what I really like to do is break down these games. Is Brian Urlacher and Aubrey Huff? First of all, Aubrey Huff will go with there. He tweeted yesterday, and I man, I keep forgetting this piece of shit's name. Um, the guy who who didn't shot the protesters uh, in uh, Kenosha. I, I just hate it. I can't believe. I can't believe um, he tweeted this. He deleted the tweet. I think later on, Kyle. Rittenhouse is a national treasure. Now Kyle Rittenhouse is the guy who went in, um, shot up the uh, Kenosha protesters. Thank you, E eight hundred eight Hawaii, always on the pod. Thank you, always appreciate that. Kyle Rittenberg. He tweeted that Kyle Rittenberg is a national treasure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he later deleted the tweet before it went after it went viral. I don't know. If he was expecting just trying to like make a response and make people all riled up. But how do you tweet that this guy's a national treasure? How do you tweet any person who goes and shoots innocent people on the street to be a national treasure? And how did Kyle Rittenberg go on there, go on the street with rifles, shoot people, walk into his house and go about his day and go to sleep and wake up the next morning? So Audrey Huff is another guy, one guy. Brian Urlacher is another guy. Brian Urlacher today tweeted, Brett Favre played the uh, day that his dad died in four touchdowns. Meanwhile, the NBA players won a boycott because a man who had a sexual assault charge and had a knife got shot. Two different situations. Look, if you can't... And look, it doesn't matter what side of a political spectrum you are. There's something called being decent. There's something called having nuance. There's something called listening. And there's something called if other people are bothered, why are you telling them not to be bothered? If I had a stomachache, horrible example here, but if I had a stomachache, I was like, man, my stomach hurts. And then someone comes up to me and goes, no, it doesn't. Your stomach doesn't hurt. I'm like, well, no, no, it hurts. No, it doesn't. Shut the fuck up. I'll be like, what are you? Why? Why? It's the same people, and I see both sides. If someone comes up and says, hey, man, I like President Trump. And I was like, hey, man, shut up. No, you don't. Like, no, I do. Shut up. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Shut up. Look, people have opinions. So when Black Lives Matter or the NBA players or anyone says, hey, I am hurt by this police brutality. I am hurt by what's going on in this country. I am hurt because of X, Y, and Z. It's not your job to come and tell them, no, you're not. Because they are so Brian Urlacher, who's which is surprising to me, right? I mean, a guy played on the Chicago Bears, had black teammates, knows b- black black people, played with black people, probably has black friends. Would tweet something unsensitive or put it on his Instagram story something as insensitive as that? To me, it makes no sense. Like I don't understand Aubrey Huff. I don't understand Brian Urlacher. I don't understand, like, what is your urge to irk people? Why do you want yourself – are you just trying to make a splash, right? I, I can make a splash. I can go on Twitter and tweet like Aubrey Huff does. I can go and put an Instagram story like Brian Erlacher does, and I'm going to get a response. I will get a response. I'll probably get a better response than saying, hey, I'm pretty neutral guy. If I wrote, yeah, this should happen, yeah, people are going to freak out. Is that what they're trying to do? Cause a stir because it sure as hell feels like they're trying to cause a stir. And I don't get it. In a time like this, instead of unifying the country, a set of people coming together, and I'm not saying defund the police because I don't believe in that either. I don't believe in, you know, burning down the cities. No one does. I believe, though, that when people talk, people should listen. And I think it was J.R. Smith yesterday who said, and I actually completely agreed with J.R. Smith here when he said, Uh, He said, what did he say? He said, you guys didn't want to listen. Now you can't see us about playing basketball. And he makes sense, right? No one wants to listen. Everyone wants to give their political opinion. I think instead of telling all these basketball players to shut up and dribble, I think we should, as a society, shut up and listen for a minute. I'm not saying, as I told you, to defund the police. I am not saying we need to scrap the whole system. I'm not even saying that all police officers are bad because they're not. What I'm saying is, when someone tells you that they are hurt inside, when someone is telling you, I believe in this, when someone is telling you, I'm really hurt for my community, for my uh, ethnicity group, listen to them. Because I know it as a Syrian immigrant. If I told you I'm a, as a Syrian now, I'm hurt of what happened in Syria and you told me it didn't, I would probably be pissed off because if I believed in something and I really felt like it was important to me, I don't think it's your job to tell me what I believe in. And I think that's what too many people are doing to the players. And that's that's my biggest issue here with everything going on is how people want to tell other people how to live, and it's time to stop it because in this country, man, I believe in free speech. I really do. And I think it's time everyone else believes in it as well. Last but not least, I want to talk about quickly is Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. <laughs> God man, sometimes I don't understand people. Like I at the same time, you got a guy like Max Kellerman who's online all day not online on tv every single day and he has to fill out time and he has to like say all this stuff but he went on to the uh to first take today and basically basically ripped all sec fans and called them morons because they support president trump Max Kellerman said the SEC country seems to be suspect suspect to very low quality information and easy to propagandize and almost immune to facts. And if you know, there's no college football that they're not vote for the election, blah, 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 basically calling all SEC fans morons because they like president Trump and another guy. Here's a whole other side, right? What are you doing? First of all, this is horrible business. I'm ESPN. I'm fucking pissed. ESPN just paid hundreds of millions of dollars for the rights to broadcast SEC football. Max Kellerman on ESPN's most popular show, First Take, which also they pay Max Kellerman, I think five six million dollars a year, goes on First Take and basically shits in his own on in his own uh, bed by saying that SEC football fans are morons and that they don't know anything. And it's like, dude, the SEC pays your bills. ESPN pays your bills. Max Kellerman talks and watches the SEC all the time. Why is he so mad about the SEC? How many times have you watched First Take and Max Kellerman and and, uh, Stephen A are talking about the SEC football and then now he's mad at SEC football fans? Once again, another guy who wants to push his agenda on you. Guys, wake up. Stop letting people influence your agenda. Max Kellerman, who cares how SEC fans feel about the election? Who cares if SEC fans like Donald Trump, if they like Joe Biden, if they like Barack Obama, or if they voted for Mitt Romney? What we should care about is, as football fans, as ESPN employees, not myself, him being an ESPN employee, that college football plays football this year and that they get to watch college football. It doesn't matter if you what you think politically. At the end of the day, it's better business if college football plays. Simple, easy. It's done. It'd be better for college football business if college football plays. I'm not saying it's safer. I'm not saying they should play. I'm not saying that Max Kellerman doesn't have the right to say these things I'm saying what would be better for college football fans and for college football business and people like me people like Max Kellerman people who love college football it'd be better for college football to play it would make more money if college football placement doesn't play. Big Ten is set to lose hundreds of millions of dollars. The Pac-12 is set to lose hundreds of millions of dollars. You know who's that business that's not good for? The university, the state, the restaurants around the state, the people, the bars are going to be playing the games. It's bad business for everyone. So instead of rooting for college football to be canceled, root for college football to play because we want to watch college football. I love college football, and I want to see it play. I don't want to see college football be canceled. I want to see – a world where we have college football, where we have NFL, where we have NBA, and I hope it's safe because the coronavirus is not going anywhere, it looks like anywhere anytime soon, and I just hope we can do this with the utmost safety that we possibly can because if we do it of safety and we do it with really good uh, protocols and we can keep it under control and no one gets sick, I'm rooting for that more than rooting for no football. Now, I don't want to see anyone get sick. I don't want to see college football go bad. But I just want to see college football be played. And that's today's episode. I will be back on Monday on this show, 2 o'clock Pacific time, right around then. Like I always say, too, we're Arab. We can be early. We can be late. And I do want you to please, whenever you can... Tell three friends about this podcast. Four friends, as many friends as you want. It could be one, but spread the word. I really appreciate you all listening. If you're listening on the podcast Monday, I'm going through Twitter. So if you tweet at me, I'm Twitter. Twitter Monday is going to be insane this Monday. I have a feeling it's going to go nuts, and then uh, back on Thursday as well. So thank you so much for listening, Mr. Angus Murdoch. Thank you so much, my man. Sant highlights this football will happen in E808 Hawaii and Chris Ojo. Thank you so much for commenting. This is the Just Talk pod with George jour part of the Sports on Tap network. You should also listen to the That Being Said podcast with me and my brother, Sammy, on the That Being Said podcast. And we record that live Tuesday through Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me at G.JarJar to listen. This has been Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio Redefined. Oh, thank you.